Casey and this is devil's food a true uh, crime podcast where we talk about true crime and things and podcasts <laughs> <laughs> and we're also foodies which is why you see in the title a devil's food true crime kitchen and podcast we're trying to figure out a way to do this tastefully because we are foodies and we want to have fun with that but we also don't want to be disrespectful so if you're wondering what the heck's going on with that not that the two people who listen to this are wondering but you know if you are in case you are we appreciate you leave a suggestion for us <laughs> <laughs> so we're working that kink out but it is something that we want to do at some point yeah it's not just something we threw in there just for kicks and giggles just to make you question what exactly our intentions are but we're gonna do it in a not cheesy cringy kind of way hopefully hopefully (laughs) anyway so for anyone who doesn't know we take turns doing cases and this week is casey's turn casey what did you bring for us today i have joseph metheny and i checked several times to make sure i was saying his last name correctly because what is it bethany metheny like like meth and bethany and bethany mixed together um he's a wild ride and if you see videos on our TikTok of us grilling hamburgers and making <laughs> jokes, just know that it is directly tied to this. TikTok's coming your way. Follow us on TikTok and all of our social media. <laughs> yes, please. Anyway, I'm going to look up Richard Bethan- Bethany. Joseph Methan- Joseph. Bethany. Joseph. Joseph. Why did I think Richard? Joseph Metheny. If you look at his picture, he looks kind of like a pro wrestler in a way. He looks like... Like an 80s bad pro wrestler who was definitely a heel and was out to get you. He looks like he would be... In the one picture specifically, he looks massive. He looks like he would be a villain in like a video game of cannibals. (laughs) You're kind of on point there. <laughs> I don't know anything. Like I've seen this picture floating around, but like I don't know anything about him. But he looks like somebody who like was a retired SoundCloud rapper turned <laughs> cannibal griller. Oh no! <laughs> so you're kind of on the right track of him being massive. He was six foot one and four hundred and fifty pounds, and his okay. nickname was Tiny. And I feel like that's such a common trope, like. If you're tiny. big and tall, people are calling you tiny for the funsies of it. <laughs> you're yes. That if you're big, you're called small. Hundred percent. Just like little people are called like, Hey, big Mike. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like a hundred pounds soaking wet. Anyway. So Joseph Metheny. <laughs> this picture of him. Look at <laughs> Oh, I know. He was a psychopath. I'm sorry, this picture that I googled, he is shirtless. I can't tell if that's a very long happy trail or if that's a fat fold. But it's a dark line and he's just like feeling himself. And it's a sight to be seen. I'm I'm not going to look at any more pictures of Big Joe here. 
<laughs> Continue. Joseph Metheny was born March 2nd, 1955. Okay. His father was an alcoholic who died in a car accident when he was six years old. Mm-hmm. And his mother worked so much that she neglected her six kids. Or so that's God. the story that he had. Six kids? Yeah. Six kids. But it's just a story that he had kind of made up. Mm. Um, not confirmed. Not confirmed. His mother is on the record stating that he was a smart and had a good childhood. If he was neglected, it was at his own fault. He came from a pretty good home. Was he by chance like a middle child and like I have considering no she idea. was a single mom, he was just like, I'm not getting enough attention from as, mom. As the middle child, I can confirm that we do not get enough attention. <laughs> Um, but I'm not 100% sure exactly where he falls in that line of childrening. With six kids, there's a lot of middle children. Yes. <laughs> anyway. So, Joseph turned 18 in 1973 when he joined the army. While in the army, he served in Germany. However, he claims to have served in Vietnam, even though the U.S. was not involved in Vietnam during that time. Um, he claims that he became addicted to heroin while deployed in Vietnam. So he's just a guy who likes to weave these webs of lies. So, okay. <laughs> so he was maybe totally not in Vietnam. But I wonder if he was just like, you know, I was just sent there, but there was no war going on. So I'm just going to say it was Vietnam. So people take me seriously. <laughs> yeah, he was. I have a feeling he was always looking for that. Uh that kind of pity factor like oh Aww. you were in vietnam oh your mother neglected you i'm so sorry always looking for that attention i'm so sorry that you were probably like every other child born in the 50s yeah for real <laughs> like feel bad for you for the ones that actually had it but also a lot of other people had it like sorry your dad died when you were six that's really not my problem though that really sucks but i also know a lot of people with similar situations that did not grow up to do what he did. Right. Which I'm assu- I don't know what he did, but we're here, so I'm going to assume not great. <laughs> so it's a long web of different things that happened. Oh, give it to me. Um, so, again, he was known as Tiny. He was six foot one, 450 pounds, and he is a Baltimore native. So all this happens in Maryland. He started his killing spree in the 1990s. Uh, He spent his time in dive bars, living in homeless camps, and spent all of his money on drugs such as crack cocaine and heroin. However, he was able to hold down a job as a forklift driver. So, if he was any, a certified forklift driver, he was forklift certified. If anything, man, if, if that wasn't getting him the girls, I don't know what I don't was. Know what was? Man, girls like him tall, and they like a forklift certified driver i know i like a forklift certified driver nothing gets me going nothing gets me going like a forklift <laughs> guy um so it's initially stated that the murder spree started because his girlfriend had left him and took their son while he was out being a truck driver on the road so at some point he was a long distance truck driver and his girlfriend just kind of gathered up their kid and i'm absconded. gonna go with it was a completely valid decision oh yeah no for sure <laughs> Um, it's, it's, he stated that he had searched for her for days, visiting places that he knew that she would buy drugs. He once claimed that them absconding was what sent him into a violent rage of revenge. So he was just murdering to get revenge on his ex-girlfriend. 
who he probably treated like absolute crap and left if i had to guess so with their kid this was also a lie okay uh because he had murdered before they had disappeared in 1995 his first murder occurred in 1994 uh he murdered kathy ann magaziner who was 39 years old and a sex worker he strangled her and buried her body in a shallow grave on the grounds of a factory that he worked at that's bold yeah i know burying your victims so at your close place of by work. literally at your work i couldn't get away with it <laughs> <laughs> I was, it was a cough and a laugh and it hurt <laughs> I don't so, know, you might be the prime one to get away with it. <laughs> no, because everything we do is logged. Everything at the funeral home, we got names logged, we have dates logged, we have times logged. I couldn't get away with it. <laughs> um, so Magaziner's body stayed there for two years before he dug her up, decapitated her, put her head in a box, and threw the box in the trash can. How long was You said how long? Two years. Two years. Of just being in a shallow grave. And he wasn't back. Just a decapitator. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. So, in 1995, he was tried for the murders of Randall Brewer and Randy Piker. uh, Where he had murdered them with an axe in a homeless city. A homeless tent city. Under the Hanover Street Bridge in Maryland. He was looking for information on his missing girlfriend and son and felt as if they were hiding information from him about their about their whereabouts. So he essentially went under this bridge with like two homeless guys, murdered them with an axe because he felt like they weren't being honest with him. If I murdered everybody who wasn't honest with me with an axe. And it's also his judgment of like, I don't think they're being honest with me. I'm going to go with his judgment's not great. Oh, yeah. No, his, he's, what's it called? A pathological liar. And he was on crack cocaine and heroin. So his judgment probably was, was pristine. Oh, yes. Pristine. Uh, a jury concluded in July of 1996 that there was insufficient evidence to convict Metheny of the murders. However, he states that he of was. Of all of them or just the two guys? Just the two guys. Okay. Uh, however, he states he was guilty of the murders. And he found out six months later that his girlfriend had moved in, in a ma- moved in with a man across town where he was selling her for drugs. The child was taken away for child neglect and child abuse. I'm glad the child was taken away. Yeah, at least there's one good but, thing out of this. But he admitted that he killed him? The two guys? Yeah, he just, he straight up came out and was like, yeah, I killed him. He's like, I can't get tried again, so. Yeah. But there wasn't enough evidence to convict him at that time, so... So, even though he knew where his girlfriend and son were, it didn't seem to help his rage, and he kept killing. So, in November of 1996, he killed Kimberly Lynn Spicer by stabbing her. A Mm. month later, he asked a friend to help bury her body that he had been hiding at the factory. Again. A month later? Yeah, a month later. Again, shallow grave at the factory. Went, Went to a friend, was like, can you help me get rid of this body that I stabbed? A month ago. I mean, he he's at a place where he's forklift certified. I mean, it's not a place where you can just casually hide bodies and not... It's I'm assuming like a warehouse type of situation. I'm not 100% sure. I mean, it's not like he's like at a meat packing plant where it's like 
you can hide smells and yeah things like that see you know what i mean yeah i was thinking more of like uh maybe there was a field in the back where people would yeah. go smoke or something and he would just drag a body That's back true. there he's not just like hiding them in his locker <laughs> for a month right oh no so he had asked his friend to help bury the body that he had been hiding and the friend reported it to the police on december 15th of 1996 good metheny was arrested and charged with murder the same day I thought you were going to say, like, the friend just went along with it. It was like, sure. And I was going to be like, where do people find these friends that just are cool with this? Right. Because people do it. Like, in these cases, it happens. And I'm like, where do you find these people where, like, everyone's together? I'm glad that we have found one friend that has somewhat of sense. Right. (laughs) I don't Um, know who you are. So I'm going to rewind it. the right it. thing. So I am going to rewind it just a little bit. Because okay. December 15th is when he was arrested and charged with murder okay. of um, Kimberly Spicer. Mm-hmm. On December 9th, he kidnapped Rita Kemper to attempt to rape her. Uh, mm. While trying to rape her, he stated, I'm going to kill you and bury you in the woods with the other girls. So Miss Kemper was able to escape through a window of the trailer they were in and fled to the police. <gasps> yes, Rita. So, what got me is... We love it. She went to the police. Oh, no. By your tone and your face, I'm going to go with this isn't great. Well, she went Um, to the police on December 9th. Okay. And reported all this stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until December 15th that he was arrested and charged with a previous murder. So, he didn't kill Rita Kemper. She survived. But... Which we love. We love a good survivor story. Yes. But... Can you imagine how terrified she must have been? Right? Especially, like, look at him. He's massive. So. And knowing that she survived, she's probably scared to death that he basically had a week. Right? To try to get her. So, if I were the police, I would have taken a little bit more seriously on December 9th. Instead of waiting till December 15th when a man came and told them what was going on. But that that's just that's just I didn't me. think of the timeline of that with the friend. Yes, that is not great. No, and that wasn't this was a long time ago, but it's not like it was the, the 90s. 90s. Yeah. It's like 1995, 1996. OK, I was like three. Yeah. Um, Same. So that's not the end of it. Okay. Metheny claimed to have killed up to 10 pe- people, most of them white female sex workers whose bodies had been dumped in the. Patapisco, Patapisco, I'm pretty sure I'm saying that wrong. River. It's a river in Maryland, y'all. The, the P near, River. Near Baltimore. The P River. The P River near Baltimore. <laughs> Probably not far off. So for most of the victims, there was never any evidence found of the victims of the killing of anything. During interviews with law enforcement, Metheny revealed that revealed the most disturbing information about what he had done with the bodies after he had murdered his victims. Okay. This is the fun part. Okay. I'm here for fun. He turned them into burgers. Not fun. He was... Not literally a happy meal. No, no. It was. Oh. It's an unhappy meal, if anything. Okay. Uh, so he was interviewed and stated, I cut the meat up and put it in some Tupperware bowls, then put it in a freezer. I opened up a little open pit beef stand. I had real roast beef and pork sandwiches. They were very good. He he admits that they were delicious. 
And he sold them. And he sold them. He said the human body taste was similar to pork. If you mix it together, no one can tell the difference. So for a little while there, for a couple years, this guy just had a road stand where he was selling bypassers. Getting five-star reviews. He said it was delicious. I have no reason not to trust him. He was a big man. I'm going to go with he he knew what good food tasted like. Yeah. I can agree with that. But... Uh, this is why to some after getting into true crime eating out freaks me out a little bit <laughs> because you could eat meat mm-hmm. and not know what you're eating how many times have you tasted chicken and you're like this chicken could be chicken but it could also be some shady frozen stuff that is a little low off so my dad actually owns a butcher shop <laughs> Where they do a roadside uh, barbecue pit every weekend. So, I'm really excited to tell him this story. (laughs) I've heard it's great. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, like, I eat there all the time. Not because it's free or anything, but because it's delicious. Personal opinion, though. Not biased. I haven't had it. I have heard it's good. I I drive by it. It smells delish. It always smells really good. It's that... It's the wood it's that they burn. Yeah. Mm. Love but it. not for Joseph Metheny. No. So. Uh, I hate it. I it, hate that. It is unknown how many people were served as burgers. So mm. he just didn't keep track. I wonder if any of his customers came forward. Nothing that I was able to find. I mean, not that they would be able to really say much other than they ate a sandwich. But. <laughs> oh, I hate it. <laughs> So, Metheny even states himself, the next time you're riding down the road and you happen to see an open pit beef stand that you've never seen before, make sure you think about the story before you take a bite of that sandwich. So. I wonder if there he was, like, meeting up with these guys at, like, <laughs> at a convention. He's like, okay, all the roadside people, we're all going to cut up people. We all know what we're doing now. Ugh. I hate it. And what sucks is those are the places that are the best. I know. I <laughs> like the love... hole in the wall, like street stand stuff. And Scott and Nathan are fans of. Our husbands are like, they love a good um, barbecue food pit. truck yeah. situation. We all are. We're a bunch of foodies. But mm, I hate it. So Methany never showed any remorse for his crimes. Bet he didn't. He stated that his only regret, mm. he only had one. I bet it's great. Was that he never got to murder his ex-girlfriend and the man he ran off with. That's one hell of a regret. Just, if I could just murder one more person, I know who it would be. I've heard of other people being that way, too. And I'm like, eh, not the regret to have to put to the media. No. It doesn't make you look great, my guy. No. Not that anything else made you look great. Uh, Especially not the pictures that are posted of him on oh the my internet. Gosh. He needs no. a he needs a PR person. <laughs> he does need a PR person. <laughs> he looks not great. So he was tried in 1997 in the Kemper mm-hmm. case. So she's the one that got away. Okay. Um, was given a sentence of 50 years for kidnapping and sexual assault. He was acquitted for attempting to murder her. Okay. I guess because it was unsuccessful because he didn't really get that far. 
Yeah, I guess you can't charge for a murder that didn't happen. Yeah. In 1998, he was sentenced to the death of death for the murder. Sent- Words. In 1998, he was sentenced to death for the murder of uh, Kimberly Spicer. During his sentencing, he he said that he committed the murders because he enjoyed it and that he got a rush out of it. And that he had no other excuse except for he just liked to do it. So, you go from that lie that is, I'm murdering because my ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. just abandoned me with my... Ch- or abandoned Even me. though I killed before. <laughs> yeah, even though I killed before. But now I'm saying that it's just something I genuinely enjoy. Like, it's a nice little Sunday afternoon no. pastime. Mm. So, we have... Uh, lastly, in 1998, August of 1998, he pleaded guilty to murdering and robbing Magaziner, uh, which is our beautiful person we had at the beginning where mm-hmm. he had her body. Mm-hmm. For two years, for basically. For two years at the factory. He received a sentence of life in prison. In 2000, his death sentence was overturned and reduced to life without parole, which... I think life without parole is worse than a death sentence. I think so, too. Well, it depends. Some people get, like, a pretty sweet ride. It depends on their connections and things like that. That's true. But I hope he had a not-so-great experience for life. That'd be great. He did have a bad experience. Yes. Because August 5th of 2017, he was found dead in his prison cell at the Western Correctional Institution of Cumberland, Maryland. Okay. So we have a happy ending. Did they say, like... I, I couldn't find he what he dead. died of. Yeah, Works for me. I'm sure it was from the being overweight. He probably yeah. had untreated diabetes from how big he was in the years Humans of Humans are probably high at cholesterol. Yeah, probably. <laughs> what is it? Uh, humans are called long pigs because our internals are really close to the same really? as pigs. Yeah. And we well, have that porky flavor. Ooh, I could I could have gone without the flavor, <laughs> but I have seen um like medical people they practice on pigs and stuff, mm-hmm. so that makes sense. Yeah, our insides are <laughs> laid out really close to how a pig's would be. Hmm. You know, I was just sitting here thinking. I bet Joseph's coworkers were pissed <laughs> when they found out. Probably. They're like, they're like, homie, we had two bodies here. Well, not only that, how many of them went over to his house for, like, cookouts and stuff? Well, I was just thinking... Oh, he was homeless. He didn't have a house. Never mind. also thinking, if he had a food truck, what's the easiest spot for him to park it? Outside at, of work, work. with hungry blue-collar men. Right. His co-workers have every right to sue. <laughs> they have every right to be upset. <laughs> to be pissed. I feel like if I found out that I had somehow consumed human flesh Mm. i wouldn't say anything to anybody no that's something that i would keep to myself i feel like there's a lot of because i've seen other cases where it's similar Mm -hmm. in a sense of like people eat it and they don't know because it was like served to them by a killer yeah and there's like so much guilt and shame and they're just like what i can't do anything about it it's just it happened I'm an abuse survivor, so you learn to take those things, and you just pack them down. You shove them down as far as you can, and you don't let that guilt or shame really bother you. I mean, you just have to get to a point of being, like, with, you know, accidentally eating someone. (laughs) 
I just kind of <laughs> hope that I never learned that I've accidentally eaten. I hope not. But I guess you just get to a point of like you just kind of have to live life. I don't know how you go about doing that. I would be 100% a vegetarian. I guess a I lot of that. alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, I would 100% be a vegetarian if that happened to me. I guess you'll never know, huh? I hope not. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, thank you for that case. It was so much fun. I enjoy to have fun, <laughs> you know? Sometimes you just got to have a guy who's grilling and chilling. Our retired SoundCloud rapper turned <laughs> griller. Ugh. Well, thank you so much, Casey. You're welcome. I'm here. Right. So I'm here to help. Thank you. <laughs> so, everyone, make sure you follow us on Instagram and all of our socials. They're in our description box. And you can always message us or comment and give us a case suggestion if you want us to cover something. Yeah. Uh, we'll... Do we have best. a link tree, and we'll find a way to add that yeah. to the link tree. That way you can send us a little yep. message. And on Instagram, every so often, we post, like, a submission box, and you can just do it there, too. But you have to follow us on Instagram so you can see it. And that's a Kayla thing. I don't know how any of that works. I read it all. We've had one official request. Oh, what was that? Carl Panzram. That's a name. It is. I'll tell you more about it, and we will cover it uh, much later on after this episode. But... We'll get to it. As long as we get to it. We will. But we will see you guys next time. Have a good week, y'all. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.